This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Today's show is presented by DaVinci Smart Drink. Order yours now at lineupmedia.fm forward slash DaVinci. DaVinci, excite better thinking. Need a mental boost? DaVinci Smart Drinks were designed with professional thinkers in mind. With key ingredients shown to improve cognitive function and increase mental energy, DaVinci Smart Drinks excite better thinking. Drink a Da Vinci. Let it go to your head. Youth Baseball Talk. Only on lineupmedia.fm. Now your host, Jim Cromer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's New Year's edition of Youth Baseball Talk, brought to you by The Rope Trainer. As John Smoltz says, everyone should have one from big leaguers to little leaguers. So make sure you check out the ropetrainer.com. Uh, my good friend Earl Perrin and his wonderful device that he's created, along with Chris Verna and John Smoltz, uh, to give our young people an opportunity to train better, smarter, save those bullets for those arms, and do a good job of making sure they're all good and warmed up before they go out there without wasting all those unnecessary throws. I think it's a revolutionary device. It plays off the old towel drill, only it gives you the feel of actually throwing a baseball. And I think they've created something here that you're going to see in bullpens all over the country, just like uh, just like bands and things like that. So uh, they're doing really well, and it's interesting uh, to see the progress and and listen to John Smoltz and Chris Verna the way they the way they describe the product and how they're helping people learn how to use it. So uh, special thanks to Earl Perrin and all the group over there as they've been a big part of the show and the success that we're having uh, on our New Year's edition here. Again, uh, the people here as just as last week had given us the opportunity to close it down. Uh, for the end of the year, enjoy time with our family for the holidays. So just like last week, I had to pick a show uh, that I wanted to highlight a little bit based on some things that had went on during the year to focus for this New Year season. Um, what I chose was an interview that I was fortunate enough to do with a guy that I think a lot of. Uh, I don't know him as well as his brother, uh, but the reality of it is, even as a grown man, he's kind of a hero almost. You know, I mean, we we give that hero status out pretty easily to athletes, but the reality of it is I've, I've loved him since he came up with the Cardinals. He's a great player. Uh, from what I have gotten to know, he's a good man that comes from a phenomenal family. Uh, and that, that guy is Yadier Molina. He's the catcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's arguably one of the greatest catchers in the history of baseball. Uh, we're happy to have him as our catcher here in St. Louis. He embodies exactly what we want from our players. Uh, what was interesting, though, is, is I kind of became friends with his brother, Benji Molina, through social media. He found us, actually, which is kind of humbling, and really enjoyed the message. Because if you know Benji Molina at all, and I encourage you to Google at at Benji Molina, he has great inspirational stuff. He's always talking about the good and everything. He wants people to strive. He wants people to do great things in their life, the important things, family, all that kind of stuff. He really enjoyed our message for kids and kind of reached out. And the next thing you know, we kind of hit it off, and then we're communicating a lot and sharing stuff and doing all this. Come to find out, he wrote an unbelievable book called Molina. And it was basically a tribute to his father and what he did for them, both obviously on the baseball field. I mean, it's it's legendary, right? Three three guys all catching in the big leagues at the same time, which unbelievable, brothers. That, that's just, I mean, think about how hard it is to, to do that, okay? One guy, what's the odds, right? But three brothers at the same time all catching for big league clubs, all very great, very fine ball players, great resumes, right? Uh, 
Um, I find it interesting, and this is what I love about the family, is that obviously Yadier, and I think they would all admit, is by far the most accomplished. Benji had an unbelievable career where he filled some unbelievable roles on some great teams. But even Benji will say that if you got to pick one, you know, it's got to be Yachty, right? What I love about both those guys is when you talk to both of them, they are the first to say that Jose, their other brother, was a stud. He just never fell into that right opportunity to become that lead guy for a long stretch of time. So I find it interesting to hear those guys, the way they compliment one another. It's very apparent that it's family first for them, and that means a lot. So uh, what was interesting was I had asked Benji, you know, we did a show about his book, and I had asked Benji if I could talk to his brother, if he could arrange it for the show. And it was interesting because when I approached him with the idea, I said, I want you to let Yachty know that I want to approach this a little different than probably any interview he ever had. And he said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I'm not going to ask him about winning a world. You know, I'm not going to ask him all the traditional questions that he probably gets asked on a daily basis. I wanted to know, just like you, just like talking to you, what was it like? I mean, what what an amazing story. I mean, what did it mean to you? You know, the brothers, the the dad, the mom. I mean, I'm fortunate enough to operate a select baseball league here in town to where with Yachty living in the vicinity, his son plays for a team coached by friends of his, and Yachty's there sometimes. So I firsthand get to see a guy actually, you know, talk the talk and walk the walk, the way he goes about doing it, the fun, but yet trying to be disciplined, all the things that you hear sometimes from people that you don't actually see. Well, I get to see it. So it's like this obviously really means something to this man, how he was raised, how they go about doing their stuff. It just meant a lot to me. And the reality of it is uh, I love the Cardinals. I'm a huge Cardinal fan. Albert Pujols, no disrespect to Yachty, was, is my favorite player of all time. Um, I have some stuff that had happened between myself and Albert and my son. That meant a lot to me. So I think that was the natural thing. But Yachty's right there. Again, appreciate him, appreciate everything he does. He took the time to come on the show. It was a highlight for me of the year, for sure. Uh, and I do want to say this. The opportunity to talk to all the people that I've done is a highlight for me because the reality of it is the message of the show is to provide information for people, not tell people what they have to do. If you listen to my show and then you go out and Google something, research something, try something, I don't care if you come back with, that was crazy. I'm never going to do that. I don't care. If you took the time to think about something based on what we're doing, I feel like we've had success because at the end of the day, that's really all we have is trying to figure out the right things to do here. Sometimes we overcomplicate it, right? And that's why I loved this interview with Yachty. It was really more a couple of guys talking about growing up around the game of baseball, what it meant to them and where they're going. And the neatest thing of the whole interview, and this is why I wanted to replay it, is we talked about the fact that, yeah, he's a big leaguer, and yeah, he may go down as one of the greatest catchers ever, but he's also a father now. And he is taxed with the same responsibility that his own father was. He's got to raise kids, right? And, and how do we raise them? Do we count on other people to raise our kids, or are we the example for our children? It's easy to say, well, that's his hero. I used that term earlier, right? you got to be the hero for your kid, okay? They are going to emulate guys, and you have to be there to talk to them about the right and wrong when it comes to that. But the truth of the matter is you got to be their hero, okay? At the end of the day, that's how we're going to get this thing done and get it fixed and get it right. So without, uh, without waiting much longer, I want to get to Yachty. But, again, I cannot do the show without my friends at The Rope Trainer, so make sure you check them out, theropetrainer.com. Uh, Earl Perrin, John Smolch, Chris Verna, three guys that are revolutionizing the way these kids are going to get their arms ready for all this. So make sure you check it out, theropetrainer.com. 
Uh, really appreciate the pitch hitter. They came on this year. They were part of the show. They brought you Domingo, who I know all the kids love Domingo Ayala and Hysteria Baseball, so make sure you check out Domingo. But, of course, you've got to check out the pitch hitter. Just another quality training aid, especially for the younger guys out there. They're nothing worse than hearing the just throw strikes coming from the stands. A kid does nothing more than want to throw strikes and make you happy. Give them an opportunity. Check out thepitchhitter.com. I guarantee you, best money you'll ever spend. You can set it up in your backyard. Your son or daughter can get that feel of what it's like to throw to a real batter so that when they get in the game, they're ready to go. Make sure you check it out, thepitchhitter.com. My good friend Justin Stone with EliteBaseball.tv, his contributions every week can never go unnoticed. He is without question, in my opinion, one of the best guys in the country. We're so blessed to have him on this show each and every week. I encourage you to check out EliteBaseball.tv. It will be the best thing you ever did. And, of course, my good friend right over here in St. Louis, Rick Strickland and St. Louis Pirates Baseball. I trust my son with him. I see every week the improvements my son is making, especially now that I just kind of sit back and watch and just let Rick do his thing. I'm so lucky to have him in my life, and I met him, you know, what is it, five years ago. Uh, It was one of the best days of my life. So uh, without waiting any longer, I want to wish everybody a happy new year. I want everybody to be safe. Um, It's a time of year where, you know, you go out and you might have a drink or two. We have Uber. We have taxi. We have friends. Don't do anything silly, okay? Let's keep it safe. Let's keep it family. Let's enjoy ourselves. I will see you in 2017. I'm excited where we're going. We're getting really close to launching the second episode. I got some great people, some of the people I've had on here in the past, talking about doing more and more segments to bring you more information. I look forward to bringing you that by the end of January is my hope. Uh, But without waiting any longer, I wish you all Happy New Year. And here is my interview with Yadier Molina. Without waiting any longer, I want to get to this week's guest. He is a uh, he is a phenomenal, phenomenal baseball player, and he's a a, a great man. As I learn more about him um, as a fan, uh, I find that he is doing some amazing things both within the community and his own family. Uh, his brother uh, wrote a book about their family. I uh, was very impressed by the book and, and what it stood for. And if you research this, uh, and 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 I say this. Uh, as it's used quite often, baseball royalty, the family, is nothing short of amazing. Three catchers, uh, all in the major leagues at the same time with, with great careers and, and World Series titles and everything to go along. This gentleman, Yadier Molina, two-time World Series champion, postseason warrior, nine appearances in the postseason in 12 seasons so far, seven-time All-Star, eight consecutive gold gloves, two-time platinum gold glove winner, and I'm sure something he's very proud of, a Silver Slugger Award, but... Uh, uh, the fans don't want to hear from me. They want to hear from him. So, Yadi, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for having me. No, I'm, I'm happy to have you. You know, um, you've had this uh, storied career so far, and it's obviously far from over, but you and your brothers both. But um, And it's funny, I know you do a lot of interviews, and typically people want to ask you things like, you know, how's it going and this and that. But what we're really interested in here is uh, uh, I came to to know a little bit about your childhood, the little bit of insight we have through a book that your brother wrote called Melina. And uh, what I was fascinated by was, is obviously, if, if you research you at all, you'll find that your parents were such a large influence in both your baseball life and your personal life. Um, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about the role they played in your love for baseball? Well, first of all, I want to say that whoever haven't read the book already, they should buy it because it's a really good book. I think Benji did a great job with, with that book, with that story. Uh, but yeah, like you say, uh, my dad uh, was a, a important part the why we're here right now, you know, as Benji, Jose, and me, you know, 
they they give us support every time they they work they taking us on the field they they care in the school and they pay attention to every detail uh, of what we get and and without without that support that they give us i mean we couldn't we couldn't make it i I'm, I'm I'm just so glad that that they did what they did with us because without them we can be here. Yeah, your father was an amateur uh, player and was a very good one at that, as as evidenced by uh, he was inducted into the uh, Puerto Rican Hall of Fame in 2002. He was a, a lifetime 320 hitter. And um, one of the things that's a testament to him and his work ethic, where I'm sure that's where you and your brothers get it, is he was a, uh, a full time uh, tools technician and he would spend 10 hour days working and then he would come home and spend the evenings with you guys. Um, you know, that work ethic. It had to have been part of where your guys has come from. Was he a great influence on you when it came to that? Yeah, of course. I mean, he was. I mean, he was my hero. Um, like you say, I mean, he was, he was working 10 hours a day, and after that, you 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 think he's tired. I mean, he was tired, but, I mean, he didn't care. I mean, he was like straight from, from work, straight to home, and take us to the baseball field and, and practice us. I mean, he's it's, it's crazy. I mean, when you see, it's not many many people do that, you know. Uh, not right now. They just send the kids with anybody else to the field because they're tired. I mean, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm very very fortunate to have those parents that I have because they didn't care. They 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 wasn't tired or anything. I mean, they just want us to be better, and, and they did that part. You know, one of the things that I that I found um, interesting about yourself, uh, you're, everybody knows you as this dominant catcher, and you know your stats are just eye popping. I mean, you've you've changed baseball for me personally. I I remember Albert Pujols, who I know is a good friend of yours, is is one of my all time favorite players. But he was the kind of guy that when he came to bat, you couldn't leave the room because you know you never knew what he was going to do. You've changed it for me in that when when the when you're on defense, you never know what you're going to do with the pickoffs and the throwing people out and the way you change a game. But what people, I think, in the youth community, and you see this sometimes and it's a problem, I think what people need to understand is, you know, you're arguably the greatest defensive catcher in the history of baseball, but you played multiple positions, if I'm not mistaken, until you were the age of 16. Do you feel like that? Yeah. You know, being an athlete and playing all these positions, did it play a role in your in your ability to to kind of like lead from behind the plate? Yeah, I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, I didn't catch that much. I was a third baseman, played on the. I was a pitcher too, you know. Um, but I I played all the positions when I was growing up. I mean, I started catching full time when I was 16 years old in American Legion ball. Um, that's when I started deciding to be a catcher, you know. But first, I was playing third base, short stop, first base, pitcher. I mean, I can play all all kind the position. I mean, even in the minor league here, I told Tony like like six years ago I was Tony. I'm ready to play third base in the big league. I mean, and that's my dream. Uh, he was laughing. I mean, we need you behind the plate. So, uh, but yeah, <laughs> you know, when you're a kid, when you're a kid, I mean, you can if if you can play different position i mean that that would help you now how like for you personally like when you see you and you have two brothers that are both catching in the big leagues at the same time does that even kind of like surprise you because i mean even though it's you know you're you and your brothers who he is i mean you guys have to understand how hard it is and 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 you know how hard you work to get there but 
Doesn't that kind of almost blow your mind that three brothers catching at the same time in the greatest league on earth? Yeah, he's the best. I mean, he's the best. I mean, at that time when I was young, before I signed, but before I get drafted, I didn't understand. You know, I was one of the little brother. You know, like happy for my brother because they making the big league. I mean. Uh, but I didn't know at that time how difficult it was to get to the village. You know, I was like, wow, they make it to the building. I mean, this is awesome. They they signed like five years ago, and they they on the building already. And, and we all fun. But when you sign and you come over here to the U.S., to the States, and and you go to minor league games, seasons in the minor league, I mean, it's tough to make it to the building. I mean, I'm just so, so fortunate to make it. I'm, um, to have two brothers, they, they played the game for, I mean, how long, 12, 12, 13 years. And, um, I mean, I'm so so blessed to have them, and um, it's a blessing. Well, let's fast forward a little bit now. So, uh, you know, you, you have this, admittedly, I mean, you, you know, you guys do a great job, too, of, of, of making sure everybody understands the role that your parents played both in your on-field success and who you are off the field, and, and that's great. So let's fast forward a little bit. Now you know you're you're a veteran. Um, <clears throat> you've uh, you've obviously become very accomplished, but now you're also a father. And um, and congratulations, by the way. I know you just had a new baby boy, but um, thank you, thank you. But, but you're a father to a seven year old son and a five year old daughter. So now you are the father, and and you know, and your kids are, are typical everyday kids. You know, they do things. And I happen to know because I've seen you um, just by virtue of being in the same <laughs> league. But, you know, now you're a father and your son is playing baseball. And I see you out there uh, occasionally when, when your schedule allows to be able to work with him. So talk a little bit about that for you now that you're the father. And, and how is that for you kind of basically almost passing down what your father taught you and how you were handled and how you handle your son? Well, let me let me tell you something. I mean, when you when you when you don't have kids, I mean. You work your job is the most important thing. I mean, after your mom, after obviously after your wife, after anything else, the job is, I mean, first of all, God, but after God, I mean, the job is the most important thing. But after you got kids, like I have, you know, like, I mean, my seven-year-old boy, Janua, always playing right now. So right now, they're, they're the number one priority to me. I mean, like, right now, I want to be the best dad that I ever can be, you know, I want to be the number one dad. Um, right now, my job is second. I just want to be that dad that, that my dad was, you know, like I was looking for, for my dad. Every time I, I call him, he was there for me. Uh, every time I want to do something, what to, he was there for me. I mean, I want to be that dad. So right now, I mean, I, I'm enjoying I mean, I, I'm from with my family every time they pray. And they got a game. I'm there to support him. Um, much of the time when the season is hard, when the season starts, you know, I'm all, 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 all over the place, you know, crying and everything is tough. But when I can't go to the game, I mean, I go. I'll, I'll be his number one fan because I want to be the, like that. I want to be the best that I ever, ever can be. I mean, that's the way That's the way I look at it, you know. Right now my job is second and my kids are first. Do you find yourself, like, do you ever catch yourself? I, I know I do it, so I can only imagine that, that everyone does it. But do you, you know, with, uh, you know, we think about you guys and, 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 and the career, you know, and you have all these big things going on, but do you catch yourself saying things to your son that your dad said to you? 
Yeah, all, all the time. You know, all the time I told him, like, once at a time, you know, when he got hit with the baseball, my dad used to say, um, the pain will go away. Don't, you know, be, be a man or something like that, you know, something little that my, my dad used to say to me. I, I mean, I, I passed. I pass that to them, you know, to to let them know that I mean, my dad teach me this because they they he believed in that, so it made me it made me what I am right now. So I want the best for my son. So yeah, I pass them. I pass every detail that my dad told me. Is it hard on him? I mean, you know, you've got this, you've got this, you know, this father who's this uh, awesome baseball player. You've got these uncles that are awesome, ba- you know, awesome baseball players with great careers. Do you, is it hard on your son, or does he kind of, kind of just take it as it goes, or or does he does he? I mean, he obviously, it you know, deals with people knowing who he is and knowing who his father is. Maybe the expectations are, are out of out of whack. I mean, how is it for him? Is He's just a kid. I mean, he's having fun. I mean, like, I don't think it's hard right now for him. I mean, he's just a kid. He wants to play. Every time he goes to the field, uh, he just has fun. I mean, I told, I told him that, you know. I mean, it doesn't matter if you strike out three or four, or four times, two times, whatever it is. Just have fun and play the game 100%. I mean, just pay attention to him, and he does. He played the game and have fun. Um, I don't think it's hard for him right now. I mean, obviously, he's only seven. Um, but I mean, right now we just having fun. Hopefully, it stays like that. Yeah, you know, I've I, I like I said, I just happened to be uh, at when you guys were in our tournament, and I saw uh, I saw a game that you were there, and then I saw one when you weren't there. And what I was impressed by was it was the exact same atmosphere when you were there than when you weren't there. So I don't know your coaches and who's helping when you're not there, but you know they're creating an atmosphere for the kids that's fun and they're enjoying it and they're they're having just as much fun with the other team too, which is a sportsmanship thing and and allowing the kids to just be kids. So I'm sure that that's something you're trying to instill in all these kids. Yeah, I mean, you you want to teach them the right way to play the game. I mean, you want to teach them the fundament. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's just a game. I mean, they're just a kid. They just need to have fun. I mean, that's, that's the number one thing that we teach. I mean, just go out there um, and have fun because that's what that's what it's all about. I mean, just have fun. I mean, in practice, we, we teach about the game, but... It's mentally is more the number one thing is just have fun. Yeah. As you um, you know, with with baseball being so big now, uh, and like specialization, and you hear about like overuse and arm injuries and kids playing year round and all this kind of stuff. For you personally, as you see it now, I mean, do you see things or hear about things that you think, oh, we can't do that? I mean, is there anything in particular, like any message or any type of uh, advice you would want to give to anybody that? that might be out there doing some things the wrong way? Well, I mean, the the only thing I would say, I mean, when you play the game, uh, when you coach, when you coach a kid, a little, little team, you you have to be more attention to the kids. I mean, because sometimes they, 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 they will lose, they will lose attention. So for my advice, we say, you know, like if you're a coach, and you helping a coach or whatever you on the field, just pay attention on on, on the game, you know, because they're gonna be playing with dirt, they're gonna be playing for with the wing or whatever, you know. Just pay attention and let them know that you interested in them, you know. I, I see some other coaches that they out there and they talking to the parents and they talking on the phone, 
and they talk him to anybody. I mean, I don't want to see that. I want to see the coaches be on the game. I mean, that's my, that's my only advice. On that age, you know, on that seven, eight, nine age, you know, yeah, the coaches yeah. be on the on the game. Same yeah. thing with the parents, you know. The parents, you know, sometimes they play with the front. You, you look to the crowd and, and to the bleachers, and they on the phone. They playing with the iPhone. I mean, seriously. I mean, when you when you got a game, just pay attention, because when when I was growing up, I mean, every time I look to the coach to the to the bleachers, I see my mom like, hey, get ready, or my dad, hey, be ready. The boys gonna come to you, so be ready. I mean, every, I mean that help. I mean, that's my only point. That help. Yeah, you know, and, and it's funny you say that because I the the game uh, that you guys played and you weren't there. Uh, obviously, uh, your wife was there and and your mother was there, which was great. And they were so excited and into the game, and it was all positive, and they were cheering and they were having a great. They were having just as much fun as the kids. So it can be done if you take the time to do it right. Um, you know, for me, I would think too, and I've seen this, and I know we 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 kind of had to had to do had to take care of it, but. You personally, like, is it hard for you to go to games? I mean, I, I know you probably want to just be dad, and I, I got to tell you, you know, you handled it unbelievably. I mean, there was a line, you know, there tons of people around, and you took time with, with the kids. Especially what I thought was great was all these people came out. They knew you were going to be there, and the time you spent with the, the kids, they'll never forget that. But is that hard for you? Because I know you probably just sometimes want to be dad. I mean, it's hard. It's 50-50. I mean, you want to be a dad. Um, at the same time, you want to, uh, you know, get to the fans to go there and take daytime to go out there and, and support you in in their way, you know, because they, they don't have the opportunity to see a, a major league player on daytime, and they go over there and see a major, play, a major league player over there. I mean, they, they're excited. I mean, I'm happy with that, but sometimes they get too crowded. <laughs> it's like 200 people. I mean, it's... It's hard because you want to be a dad, you want to be there for your kids and for your son. I mean, spend time with your with your son. Sometimes uh, my kid want to stay after the game to play with the teammate on the field. I, I want to stay after the after the game with the parents to talk, you know, to to be part of the of the team. Um, I, I can because it's too many people over there, uh, but I don't. It doesn't it doesn't mean that I don't like it. it just, I just want to be a dad. I just want to be with my son and have fun with him. Sure, I mean you're you know you're normal. I and mean, who doesn't want to? Die? We do you know we do it as as just average American people. You know I work all day. When I get out of here, my my release is I want to go out and just play catch with my son or or, or watch him play baseball. I mean I, it, it would only be normal for you or anybody else to want to do that. So that's 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 really great stuff. You um I know kids are are a big big thing to you and, and family and, and you can hear it in your voice and you've started an apparel line which it's awesome stuff by the way and 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 some people have uh, a lot of people have commented on it as we've shared a lot of your stuff but it's called m4byyadi.com is your website and um the, the stuff is awesome but the the thing that's neat about it is is that um some of the proceeds will go to foundation four which is your foundation and you're really into helping uh children with with cancer now the the apparel is awesome stuff. So where did that idea come from? Was that just uh, something you just wanted to do, or somebody approached you about it? How'd that start? Yeah, I mean that started last year um, on my house after the game. I mean I got some friends in my house. Um, and one of my really good friends, Victor Ramos, um, he's from Puerto Rico. Um, my agent Mel- Melvin Roman and um, uh, my my 
my friends, Annette Torres. We were in the house talking about um, everything. And then we decided, you know, they came up with the idea, you know, to, to put a new line, close closing line. Uh, we started, you know, building the idea and we took we took one year, you know, to make it happen and and finally in, in last last month, January fifteenth, we, we came out on the on internet on my page and for by and um you know, I decided to do it. I mean I, I didn't have to because I really I do all the stuff in Puerto Rico to help kids with cancer by my foundation for work. Um, but I mean, this is a different way to help them too, you know. Like you, you, you sell pads, you sell polo teachers, and this is another thing that the fine can help you, uh, and they can be part of that too. You know, they know that uh, if they buy some some hats, some polo, some teacher, they they support in that the cause they I want to help uh, keep the cancer. So they they they're gonna feel good about it. If they do that, um, I, I'm gonna feel good about it too. But that's that's basically what it was. You know, I just want to help my foundation helping kids with cancer, and we came up with this idea. Um, right now we're doing good from that. Yeah, it's awesome stuff. And and again, it's m 4 bayati.com. That's m 4 bayati.com. It's awesome uh, apparel. That the hats are cool. That I'm looking at one of the polo shirts right now. It's really neat stuff. And um, and obviously. Uh, with it assisting with your foundation and children with cancer, some of the proceeds will go to an absolute great cause. And I can let everybody know that um, won't be long. We'll have a direct link on youthbaseballtalk.com where you can come on and, and get directly to Yachty's site and, yeah. and support his foundation. So we're happy and to do that. Next, and next month we're going to come with different uh, different jerseys, different hats, colors. And right now we got a basic uh, colors, you know, like black and white, red um why you know basic basic colors but right now we're working on on bring more color more more jersey with colors and everything you know so we're gonna do we're gonna build this to the next the level so that people can enjoy it too yeah no I, it, it's awesome stuff and i think uh again we had sent out uh some retweets and some shares of some stuff you had done and uh the comments we got back where this stuff is really awesome so I, i'm happy for you this looks like it's going to be a great venture for you but um Thank you, thank you. How are you doing, Yachty? I know uh, you're coming off the off-season surgery, and a lot of your fans want to know how you're feeling and, and when we can expect you back on the field. Well, uh, I'm doing good. I mean, uh, uh, I just paid the, the cast off um, like three days ago. So right now I'm doing rehab and try to get that, that thumb strong um, to be... I mean, I got like two more weeks to start swinging the bat, so... Right now, I'm just doing rehab, try to make that, like I said, the thumb start to get strong. Um, but, yeah, I'm doing good. I mean, I'm doing all, all, all I can to get back on the field. Well, you're a busy guy. You've had uh, you cast off, new baby, launching, a, launching an apparel company. Your family's put out an, an unbelievable book. So um, our baseball royalty, the Molina family, it sounds to me like things are going great. So uh, I know uh, we couldn't be happier for you here. Um, and I know, uh, as a, as a St. Louis Cardinal fan and, and a big fan of yours and, and obviously with the show, uh, geared towards, you know, coaches, parents, kids, I, I want to thank you for the way you carry yourself on the field and, and, and the, the way that you lead your team. And, and, you know, you're a great example for, for myself as a coach to just, uh, tell my kids, pay attention to Yachty and how he pays attention to every part of the game. So 
uh, know that the way that you do those things definitely has an influence on the kid, Jody. Thank you. Uh, I, I just wanted to say something. You know, like, people know the baseball player, the Jody Molina baseball player, uh, but, not, I mean, I don't like to, to be more, you know, like, outside the lines. I don't like to be on, um, you know, I don't want to be more on TV or anything. I don't like that. You know, I'm, I'm one of the guys that I'm real quiet. I want to do things that I help people. Um, back home, I, uh, my foundation has been working for six years. I've, I've been helping people, kids with cancer. Every year I do some, some stuff, some activities in Puerto Rico so we can raise money for our foundation. Foundation for, um, but people they know the baseball player, but they don't know uh, what a person I am. It's just because my what a person I am um, outside the line is because my father and my son, my mom, sorry, my father and my mom. They, the way they teach me, the way they taught me about the game, about not about the game. I mean about the life, about how care about people, how respect about people. I mean, I want to do that. I want to do the same thing with my kids because that's, that's, they did a great job. I mean, I'm just happy the way they teach me about the life, about the respect for other people because right now I take in, I take, I take that every day, every, every, everywhere I go. I mean, people know, people see on TV, on the game. I'm so patient on the game. I mean, sometimes I do, and uh, later uh, I regret, you know, like, you know, like something in the way I talk to empires or something. But I know, I know the same way on the on the outside the line. I mean, I'm, I'm a very humble guy. Um, I respect everyone, but people don't know that. I mean, I just want them to know that the the way I am right now outside the lines because of my father. So if they they can teach them respect for their other life, other people, I mean that's that's the best kind the best way they they can show them and teach the kids. Yeah, I you know, as as like I said, as a fan and as a coach, I'm impressed with you every time I see you. So uh, I know and and I'm realistic about it. I know you can't be everything to everybody and sometimes that's what people want you guys to be as major league baseball players. They want your time they want you to be their their guy, their hero. And the reality of it is, you know, you're a baseball player that's very, very good. You were raised the right way. And now you're a father. And now you have a family. Now you have your own responsibilities and you have things that are important to you. So I think we all need to be respectful of that. And like I said, I know that personally as a coach, I've used you as an example for my players on numerous occasions for a variety of the things that you do. And and obviously, they may not have your athletic ability, but like I tell them, you can do things the right way, and you're a great example of that. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. Well, that was Yadier Molina. I am uh, could not be uh, more uh, uh, proud to have had him on this show as, uh, as I've become um, a big fan of their family uh, as we have gotten to know uh, his brother uh, through his book here at the show, and after reading it, it was just awesome stuff. And for me... Uh, knowing that the important role that a parent plays in a kid's life, whether it be um, baseball, uh, soccer, football, it's really kind of, you know, it can grades, uh, extracurricular stuff. If you're, if it's your daughter and it's gymnastics or dancing, or maybe you're a musician and it's, and it's, you know, your musical instrument or, or again, back to academics, whatever it is, the important role that a parent plays in that 
can never be understated. And here's a guy that, you know, obviously, you know, his, you know, his act, they speak for himself. His stat sheet speaks for itself. And everybody knows who Yadier Molina is. Everybody knows, you know, who the brothers are. And, and if you really think about it, what an amazing thing, three brothers in the major leagues at the same time and all having this success, you know, how does that happen? Well, is it an accident? I don't think so. I mean, obviously they were blessed with some type of physical ability, but uh, there's a ton of people out there with tons of physical ability, you know, and it just doesn't work out for them. Well, how did it work out for these three guys? I would have to say that it started at home. And if you were to read the Molina book, I think you would find that that's pretty accurate. So, uh, you know, I can't thank him enough for being on. I mean, he's a, you know, I feel like a kid when I'm talking to him because I enjoy watching him play so much. My son, uh, I always joke around that I'd like to believe he wears the number four because that was my number. But the reality of it is he, he loves Yadier Molina. So I'm sure he's uh, happy to wear that number. But, um, you know, again, just a great guy. I'll never forget where I was when he homered against the Mets. And, and you know, as a town uh, of St. Louis and with the baseball history and with the love that goes on in this town and in this region for this team, uh, you know, he's our guy. You know, for, for lack of a, a better description, he's – He's our guy, and he's done some things the way he stood up for us. And, and again, I'm sure if you go back, but, but the time he, you know, he, he told Brandon Phillips, I don't think you're going to treat us this way. And, and just the things that he's done, I mean, he's our guy. And I know someday everybody's looking forward to seeing him out there with that red jacket on. And, and, um, but for now, um, we still have him. He's still one of the best, and uh, let's enjoy it while he's here. Tune in next week for another edition of Youth Baseball Talk. Subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to the show. Find us online at youthbaseballtalk.com, facebook.com slash youthbaseballtalk, or on Twitter at Podcast Baseball. Plus, check out all of our podcasts at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.